Welcome to another episode of Life and Culture on a Cultural Thursday. And joining me in the studio, live in the studio, is uh, Yolanda Leroux. And uh, she is a community developer with a specific focus on Koi communities, an entrepreneur with a vision to transform mainstream economies to include indigenous knowledge holders and communities. And uh, Yolanda, good afternoon. Welcome to IFM once again. Good afternoon, Shafiq, and good afternoon to our listeners. It's lovely to be back. It's always a pleasure. And per usual, actually, I'll leave this uh, space to you so that you can introduce our esteemed guest in the studio. Thank you. Um, Shafiq, we're going to start by talking to the Department of Science and Innovation, hmm. a lovely lady by the name of uh, Ms. Shumi Pango. She's right. origi- originally from the Eastern Cape. Hmm. And we are going to be talking to her about the biocultural uh, protocols as well as the regulations for the IKS Act mm. that was just uh, published, um, as well as her relationship that the department has with the House of Class and David Stearman, in particularly uh, indigenous knowledge systems. Lovely stuff. Shumi, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good afternoon, Shumi. Please say hello to our listeners. Um, good afternoon to you and to your listeners. Shumi, thank you very much and thank you for taking the time out to join us. We know that you are extremely busy. Now, the Department of Science and Innovation has just published the IKS Act regulations. If you could maybe just give us um, just a short summary of what that is all about. Okay, thanks very much. Um, the president signed the IK Act, which is known as the Indigenous Knowledge Act, number six of 2019. He signed it off in August 2019, which is uh, supposed to look at the pro- protection, promotion, development, and management of indigenous knowledge. And one of the requirements is that once the the law has been signed into an act, then there must be regulations that are going to implement the act. So the department started with, started with the drafting of the act, and um, it was then gazetted for public comment. So we have been working very closely with the House of Class and David Sturman. <coughs> Sorry. Um, in trying to make sure that they understand exactly what these regulations are all about and also make input into the regulations so that by the time they are promulgated, they have made the inputs into the regulations. Because this is a Section 76 Act and it affects the, 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 the provinces. And therefore, we need to make sure that all the uh, affected stakeholders are mm-hmm consulted and they have their say before the, the regulations are then promulgated and they are implemented accordingly. So we've been working very closely with the House of Class and Stirman. Mm. Um, so they have made their input. They were part of the consultations and not only being part of the consultations, but we were more or less co-creating with them because one of them was actually facilitating the process. 
Shumi, thank you very much for, for that uh, short summary. The, the other um, element that you were working on or that the department is working on with the, de, with the House of Klaus and David Stierman is something called BCPs, the Biocultural Community Protocols. If you could just in short, very, very shortly explain to our listeners what BCPs are all about and again, what your relationship is there with the, with the, with the structure that we've just spoken about. Okay, thank you very much. Um, the BCPs um, are set of instruments that are there to empower the communities that um, they have the right to reject or allow access to their communities and to their resources. So the, the biocultural community protocols they give the communities an extra layer of right so that they are part of the process. Uh, it's no longer a top-down approach where third parties just access the communities, they do whatever they want to do in the communities, they take whatever they want. Now the communities have to be given enough time to consider whether they want to work with that third party and they must conclude what is called prior informed consent where they agree on the terms of engagement with the third party. They are actually given now an opportunity to determine how they want to work with the third party and if they want to work with the third party. So we've also worked very closely with the House of Class and uh, David Sterman on the process of assisting them in developing their own biocultural community protocols so that they are in line um, with, with the act and with the subsequent regulation. Shumi, thank, thank you very much for that. Um, we know that we, you are extremely busy. We've actually got um, Gaub Edmund Stierman in the studio with us and we're going to be talking about a very exciting um, project that is, that is underway and that is called Hashtag 200 Years Since Banishment of Chief David Stierman to Australia 2002-1823. Gaub, you are not a stranger to our listeners. Um, and uh, Shumi, we call Chief David Stearman one of our indigenous, indigenous knowledge symbols because of the role that he has played with regards to our indigenous nation, um, the, the Kuekwe people. And we are going to be asking Gaub Stearman to just quickly tell us about what is this hashtag 200 years since banishment of Chief David Stearman to Australia 2002-1823 uh, campaign all about. Hi, good afternoon uh, to all the listeners of uh, Kabeha, everybody that's listening in. Uh, good afternoon Shumi, hope you are well wherever you are. And uh, you good, afte good afternoon to you. Uh, good afternoon also to Shafiq as well as uh, Yolandi and thank you for inviting me. Again? Uh, again. <laughs> Yes. So, yes, we've got this hashtag 200 years since banishment. Uh, uh, many have heard about uh, uh, Chief David Stearman. Uh, we are bringing attention to uh, the 200 years since his banishment. We are saying this year, Yolani uh, Laru, um, we are saying 200 years, 200 communities that we want to reach in 2023. And we want to do it within the next 200 days. So it's a lot of work that, 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 that lies ahead of us. But we as the House of Class and David Stearman and its communities, 
we don't look at anything as impossible. We believe anything is possible. David Stearman has done things that, that looked impossible. But look where he got him, what he's done for the communities. And we as the House of Class and David Stearman says that we want to do the same. He has inspired us. We want to inspire our communities. We want to inspire our, 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 uh, uh, the schools within, within our areas. We want to inspire South Africa as a whole, especially the indigenous Khoi and Sen communities. And perhaps through this, what David Stearman has done to the, for the communities of South Africa and Khoi and Sen as a whole in South Africa, that we will be able to revive and give our people hope within the next 200 years. Galp Stierman, um, I'm going to say that is extremely ambitious. 200 activities within 200 days reaching 200 communities. And this is all in line with the hashtag 200 years, correct? And, and if I quickly calculate, if you start on the 1st of March, it means that you must complete this by the 16th of September 2023. Now, Shafiq has, earlier on, I was listening to him as I was driving to the studio. He was talking about five things. Yes. <laughs> and one of the five things was the sona and it was the, the, the budget speech. Now, I haven't heard, Shafiq, and again as a community radio station, I haven't heard any mention in terms of money for community radio stations, let yes. alone money for Koi and San communities. Mm. So, how are you going to gather the resources seeing that you're not getting an income from government, for example. Um, so hopefully you've got some, some good partnerships with, with private sector and communities. Yes, uh, uh, Yolani. There is this is all going to be face-to-face, so how is it going to happen? Look, we're going to use all forms of social media, uh, wherever we can reach people, even it's through IFM, and I want to say thank you for IFM for, for, for allowing us to, to use this platform. Uh, I, I, I think maybe IFM is the only radio station in South Africa uh, that is uh, allowing us this platform. And we want to say thank you to them and also even to the listeners that are listening to us. But we are saying we've got so many different platforms. We've got TikTok. We've got Facebook. Um, we're going to make use of all this kind of platforms. People, wherever they are in South Africa today. Anyone that is listening or watching on Facebook, this live streaming, you have to play your part wherever you are. Whether you're going to be in the Northern Cape, whether you are in Gauteng, whether you're in the Free State, where you, whether you are in, 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 in KwaZulu-Natal, wherever you are in the Eastern Cape, you're going to have to play your part. It's not going to be about Edmund Stearman mm. doing all these things. It's for the community to reconnect and reunite with, 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 with each other to make Make sure that we keep the fire burning. We are saying Chief David Stearman is our point of reference. So let's use that point of reference. Let's use that foundation and start building our communities up that has been here since time immemorial, that is lying in obscurity, just like David Stearman is lying in obscurity there in Australia. We have been in obscurity. We've been written out of history. And we are saying this year, hashtag 200 years since banishment. We are coming back. We are taking the space. We are saying within our communities, communities rise up by yourself. 
stop waiting for the government to give us handouts, to give us directions. Let's direct ourselves this year, 2023, and let's make this 200 years happen. Hashtag. So, so Gab, I just want to make sure that we understand this properly. So, so reaching, having 200 activities, reaching 200 communities within 200 days, what exactly are you going to be doing? Are, are you going to be creating awareness? Are you going to be doing education? What exactly, what, what can people look forward to? What are you going to share with them? I, I, Yolandi, we, we're looking at, 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 at different avenues, speaking to, to different people across the country, where, wherever they are, where they can occupy spaces within the schools. I think it's very important now that our schooling systems needs to be reached. We've got community activists uh, across the country that can reach these people, speak to these people, even if it's just a small thing. Even just maybe looking at language, looking, looking at culture, looking at sport, because that is some key uh, points that we need to look at. Speaking to business, business coming on board, uh, I, I, I'm not going to mention any names. We are, we are speaking to people that are willing to come on board and drive this process because when, when, we, when we look at the country as a whole where we are now, we're not going to pin our hopes on the government to come to the party. We have to do it ourselves. We've done it by ourselves thus far. So why not just continue and just get more people on board to believe in what we are doing and then to give back into the communities? Because I can tell you, there are good people and there are bad people in every community, in every form of society. There are good people not looking at any skin color that wants to help uh, the scores that we want to drive. That's very refreshing uh, to hear, Galpin. Um, listeners, today we've also got a community member um, in the studio with us. We've got Miss Abigail. Is it Miss or Mrs. Abigail? Mrs. <laughs> it's Mrs. Abigail Roses. I love her surname, especially since we are still in the month of love. love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abigail, you are also from the Koi or Kwe community. Mm-hmm. And you are sitting here as a woman just like I am. And uh, Gulf Stierman is talking about um, Chief David Stierman mm. and the fight that he has fought. Now, you cannot go out and fight a war, whether you are male or female, yes. unless you have a community standing behind you. Because there's a lot of resources that, that, that you need. And yesterday at the Chief David Stierman Memorial Service, because uh, Chief David Stierman yesterday, it was the anniversary of, of, of his death, 193 years. And um, Dr. Yvette Abrams was mentioning something very profound, saying that the women during the time of the war has mm. played a very mm-hmm. vital and important role because... David Stierman and his army could not have fought on empty stomachs. Mm. So the women were there to mend the clothes, to make sure that they are clean, to make sure that they are fed, to make sure that the families were looked after while the men was out and and, and, and waging war against the colonists. So Abigail, um, I don't know how much the the, the listeners know about you. Maybe you can just give us like a very short intro, you know, who Abigail is, what, what you currently are doing. But more important... Please tell us your view in terms of what Gaup Stierman has just said about going out and educating our communities. What do you think would be our role as women? 
Okay, I'm Abigail Roses. Um, also used to be a presenter at the PFM radio station. Lovely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mother of three. You are in good company, she <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> mother of three and um, singer-songwriter. And yeah, I love to, to minister. I love to do public um, motivational speeches, do it at schools, at churches, wherever I can put my foot down, you know. And with this project, I think what what is more important is really, like Gaup is saying, um, reaching the people, starting actually with the youth. Because I think the youth is more vibrant than, than the older people. Correct. You know, and when you get a young person, a young man or a young girl, um, and you get them involved in these kinds of, of, of events and e- these kinds of activities, then we can see that they will reach people, they will draw more people and they will call more people in, you know, and advise them also. You know, the basic thing in our land, in our cult- culture, in our country, is that the young people need to know the identities yes as that the the doctor mentioned yesterday the woman used to stay back and they cooked food and they did everything that they could and there are so many women also out there that they don't know also their identities and these are the platforms that we are busy creating chief and i and the others that people ladies women that need to rise up and know their identities so that they can lead their households into whatever they're going to achieve in these times yes ab- ab- absolutely uh, shumi are you still with us yes i'm here i'm here Shumi, I just want to bring you back into the conversation now. Um, Gaup Stierman is saying that um, Chief David Stierman is seen as one of the indigenous knowledge symbols of the uh, Kwekwe people. And I just want to get your view in terms of that because I think we have such a um, narrow view in terms of what what indigenous knowledge systems really are. And maybe you can just quickly, like within one minute, because we've got three minutes left for the show, just give us sort of your idea with regards to what indigenous knowledge systems or symbols are. Um, thanks, uh, Yolanda. Um, from our policy perspective, indigenous knowledge is a way of life. It cuts across a lot of disciplines. When you talk about um, medicine, there are elements of indigenous knowledge. You talk about astronomy. You talk about indigenous mining. You talk about uh, uh, agriculture. Before we were colonized, our people were living and they were making uh, um, a living out of the environment. They were interacting with the environment. So indigenous knowledge is the way of life it is how we do things it includes technologies it is it is this also includes our epistemology so this is how holistic uh, indigenous knowledge is so there is um a, a tendency for people to think that when you talk about indigenous knowledge we are only talking about a uh, traditional medicine Traditional medicine or indigenous medicine is just one component of the bigger picture. Uh, and as I'm indicating to you, indigenous knowledge is a way of life. It is how people perceive their, their, their environment and how they interact with their in- environment. Indigenous sports, indigenous games, uh, and uh, 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 indigenous harvesting, um, and a lot of other things that make people live. Thank, thank, Shumi, thank you for that. 
Now, Gaup, I've got a very controversial question that I want to ask. Oh. That I want to ask you, and I, I don't know if you don't feel comfortable answering it. Please uh, just say no comment. But there's a situation within the Hamtus, which is the birthplace of Klaus and David Stierman, where um, we've we've got some some people who are in brackets illegally occupying some land there in in the Hamtus. Have you got any uh, uh, any comments on that? Just very short. We've got one minute left. I I, I will encourage uh, if the message will reach these people to please refrain from 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 grabbing land and taking up land illegally uh, within within the space of South Africa. More specifically, that area, Papis Fontaine. We believe as an indigenous community that is sacred land because that's this very land that was occupied by by class and david stearman more than 200 years ago we are encouraging our people not to 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 take up that space uh, and and work with government and work through the systems so that we go through processes and and not occupy land illegally Thank you so much. Listeners, that is all we've got time for today. Uh, Shumi, if you and your department is open to it, we would like to have a proper conversation with you around the BCPs at at, at some point. So if you are open to it, we will send you an invitation to come back to us. Um, To uh, uh, Abigail, thank you very much for participating. Gaup, thank you for always making yourself available. Shafiq, thank you for always looking after us so well. Listeners, thank you very much for listening. Until next week. It's a pleasure. Yolanda, I would like to thank you very much for that and also Gaupo and our esteemed new guest in the studio. I, I believe that we are going to see that face many a times as we see, uh, we see of Gaub. Yeah. And uh, with um, Life and Culture on Cultural Thursday, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Um, from my side, thank you very much, Yolande and your guests. Uh, we are welcoming the, the invitation. You know we are always there for each other. We will, we will be there. Thank you very much. Keep on a path that's right for me Gotta stand strong, so You don't know the world I've seen Can give you what you want